Al, I hope you have your dancing shoes on. Always. Whatever dancing shoes means. Um, I don't know. I don't actually know how to dance. Me, so, me either. Yeah, so I'm going to assume that they're the most comfortable shoes that you could possibly own. Well, I guess it depends on like what kind of dancing you're doing. Like if you're doing like ballerina stuff, those you shoes aren't comfy. Those shoes aren't comfy, I don't think. It depends on what. If you're using toe shoes, then no. But if you're using regular ballet shoes, they're really comfortable. I have some of those. Well, there you go. The more you learn, the more I tap, learn. <laughs> tap shoes are not comfortable. Yeah, those those are the ones like you have to stand on your toes, right? And it's like torture. Like they got the, the no, those are the toe shoes. Those oh. are ballet toe shoes. No, I'm saying tap with the like metal heels. Like a tap dancer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Surprise, I actually do know stuff about dancing. Hey. Hey. Those are things we're not going to talk about today. No. No. We're here to talk about dancing video games. See. Of the video game variety. Of the video game. <laughs> wow. Here on the latest episode of the Season of Checkup OVA. It's episode 77. That's two sevens. We're one away from like hitting the jackpot and and the casino on the slot machine one of those things but we're not going to do that because we have 700 more episodes to go to that <laughs> we'll get there eventually <laughs> one day one day this is a podcast where we have conversations like about video games anime and manga hello hi i'm jared joined as always by doc al herself and lady M. Hello. And we're here to talk to you about some new games that have not even hit over here in the America. Oh, one of them has. Well, okay, yes, one of them has. <laughs> but the other two, they're secrets. They haven't been. They haven't come out over here. What? New things. What? Import copies. Oh my god. That's illegal. <laughs> I like to think this is very secretive. Like we're like we're a '90s gaming magazine. It's like, oh, we got the new imports in. You're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna believe what they got out in that other country. Like what? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, we are here to talk to you about the Persona dancing games because uh, three and five just recently came out. Well, as this when this goes up, it'll be last week. They they hit Japan finally. And also Persona 4 Dancing All Night because technically that is a thing you can get with those two games depending on the mm. versions you get. And we also technically have not had a proper full-length episode about that game, so what better way to shoehorn that in than here in the, here in the now? I'm down for it. Exactly. So, we're going to talk about Persona 3 Dancing Moon Night, Persona 4 Dancing All Night, Persona 5 Dancing Star Night. A lot of, a lot of dancing and nights. So many. So many. I figure we'll talk about the new stuff first and then go to P4D. Yeah, seems legit. Seems legit. So, if you played Persona 4 Dancing All Night, like, these games are going to be pretty similar. There's not a lot of changes to the mechanics of the, the, the actual gameplay. Like, the only thing they've really done is they've made the... Uh, the non-fever scratch rings a little bit more noticeable. If you if you remember in P4D, they're just 
just pretty much normal blue rings. Yep. Uh, and this they're a little bit more defined, and like I think they have like a thing that says scratch on them, or like they they have at least something that makes them a little bit like, hey, this is something you should do. So that's w- one new thing, and they've also added a new type of hit where it's like there'll be two notes together, and it'll be like double hits. So you just like hit the button right after one another. So like mm-hmm. those are a new thing. But it's a little inconsistent on like when they do those because like it'll they'll just be normal notes that have those, and they're not labeled as such. So huh. I don't really know what the benefit of like adding that into this game was. But I don't. Know, I played a little bit like going back to P4D. Like there was like there was a couple times where it was like some of those notes that were like right very close next to each other were very like almost overlapping each other. So maybe that's to kind of alleviate that. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it seems kind of strange that it's a little inconsistent. But maybe just the way I'm playing it is makes it a little seem that way. So those are really the only two gameplay changes that these things have compared to the original <laughs> game. Other and a cut story in, mode. Yeah, I mean that was <laughs> what I was getting to. Uh, <laughs> but pretty much like they are Persona Three and Persona Five. The dancing games are identical. They have the same menu. Well same menu options like obviously they're stylized to their specific game but they are pretty much the same game just with different characters and songs that's the differences you're getting so both games have a long list of songs that you get to dance to a less or i guess a smaller roster than percent of four dancing all night considering they are just the party members and the the velvet room attendees for each specific game and that's pretty much it if we're excluding the DLC characters because uh, if you remember P4D had all the party members and then added in some new characters like Kaname they also had Nanako and Margaret was in there as well so mm-hmm. a few other characters besides just like your normal party members and P3 is down technically two playable True, yeah. characters but specifically one playable character <sighs> So, I mean, they you do get Shinji in DLC. He's coming later, but there is no Koromar, which is a huge disappointment. Yeah, that's tragic. And also, like, we've talked about this potentially. We, they, they're not going to release the female protagonist, but they should. Yeah, um, we're going to talk about DLC, like, later on, but... Uh, I know, I'm just grumpy. Still. No, 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 I, I'm, I'm going <laughs> off your point, but, like, uh, the producer and the director of p4d who decided to become producer for these the new games uh wada basically said that like they have dlc or scheduled out for up through august and their current uh dlc release schedule is up through july so there is opportunity for more stuff that hasn't been announced because when we talked about this but when they put out hatsune miku for p4d that was announced like at the very tail end of their dlc stuff and was not something that they had decided to announce until like after they had released everything else so there is there is precedent for there to be more stuff but the the chances that we get uh, female protagonists are slimmer by the day <laughs> yep and koromaro and and good boy koromaro i mean at least we get him as like a a video a video but it's not the same I let that dog dance, dance. I mean, uh, they let the cat dance. They let the cat dance. Why don't they let good old doggo dance? Discrimination. It's, very, it's true. 
How dare you, Atlas? Just because he can't talk doesn't mean <laughs> that he's not a party member. He's a good party member. One he of the best. good party member, and he's adorable, and we all love Koromaru. It's true. Uh, so I'm going to say something that might might be surprising to some people. Well, maybe, but dun, maybe, dun, dun. maybe not to people who regularly listen to our podcast. But I'll say I'm probably not going to be surprised yeah. by whatever you say. Uh, I don't think these two games are as good as Persona 4 Dancing All Night. I kind of suspected that would be the case. And the, um, the main the main reason is there's the story mode, uh, the removal of that. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking is that. The story mode of Dancing All Night was just so freaking good and like unfairly good. The best spinoff game. Oh, Best spinoff game story. It was just like insanely good. Mm -hmm. And so to not have that in there is a huge like detriment to the the other games. And And so it feels more like cash grabby. True. And I think if you look at this just from like a feature set, like these both of those two games are downgrades compared to yeah. the original game because you know lack of story mode, less characters. I think there may be more songs, but it's it is kind of a bummer. Also, we talked about this in terms of the soundtrack for Persona Five, and mm-hmm. we were talking about how, at least in my perspective and some of yours, because you've heard some of the remixes, like some of those remixes just don't really work well with that style that Persona 5 has. And, you know, it's easier to work with the styles that P3 and P4 have because it's, like, it's more, like, rock and rock rap style for P3, poppy music for P4. Acid Jazz is a little bit harder to, like, to to make remixes of, let's just say. And to make, like, danceable remixes. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I've... At this point, I've listened to the entire soundtrack of both games. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, while I have not played the games, I've listened to the music. Right. And I'd say, like, most of the P5 soundtrack, which, if you guys remember from listening, I have come around and I have now said that the Persona 5 soundtrack is great. It's really um, good. I, I had a change of heart. But these remixes are crap. And it, it, there is, you know... There's like a shining one here and there that I'm like, okay, that's fine. But like for the most part, it's bad. Yeah. And like I looked it up afterwards and just to see like what's the split between remixes and like just the the regular soundtrack. And the P5 version has more like just original songs that aren't Mm -hmm. remixed compared to P3. But it's something else that came to my mind uh, just very recently was that. They should have. They should have delayed P five. They yeah. should have pushed it back. I think past Persona Q two, because one of the reasons that P three and P four work as dancing games is that they have a large library of music to go off of in terms of going from just the the main games, the various versions of those main games, and the spinoffs. Yep. So they have a large variety of songs they can just grab from just for regular music and also to remix. And the anime as well. And, and the like, animes as well, yes. Because P4 had the anime and then P5 has the movies and they both pull mm-hmm. from those things. So it's like P5 doesn't really have anything. It, even like though it's been released now, like they they don't even really have anything from the anime. Right, that's coming later as DLC. But like, like yeah, mm-hmm. P3 has P3 Vanilla, P3 Fez, P3P, uh, the fighting games, PQ, 
the movie animes, like you said, P4 has P4, P4G, the fighting games, PQ, the P4 vanilla anime, the P4G anime. Those are all things that are represented in those respective games. For P5, you just have the P5 soundtrack. Yep. And that's a huge detriment to that game is that they can't have a huge variety of stuff to deal to 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 do. And because to like, they only have P5 vanilla. Yes, exactly. And one of the things I think I read about just the development of these two games together is that they were making P3 and then they decided to make P5 as well because they knew that this was going to be a big deal. But on the downside is like, you know, obviously releasing this now is going to cash in on the popularity of Persona 5, but, you know, you don't have a lot of stuff to work with. I think Mm -hmm. if you would have released this after like PQ2, to where obviously they've already confirmed that this is going to be Persona 5 based and have some stuff around there, you would have, you know, the Persona 5 soundtrack, you would have stuff from PQ2, you would have stuff from the anime, and that's a lot more stuff to go with that you can kind of like pick and choose, oh, do we want to have just like regular versions of these songs or do some remixes here and there? And I think that would have made for a better just soundtrack selection for the P5 game than what they have currently. And I mean, one of my favorite remixes from the P3 side is actually from Persona Q. Mm-hmm. That Light the Fire Up in the Night remix is freaking amazing. I'm, I'm, ra- I'm real glad that they even just released a version that combines both of those battle themes together finally. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> But you're right, um, yeah, that, that theme's real good. And, I mean, that's that's not from Persona 3. Mm-hmm. And so, like you said, having outside, not outside media, really, but, like, spinoffs and that kind of thing really helps you build a catalog of songs. And especially, I know that we've talked about, like, the acid jazz doesn't really lend itself, but, you know, if you have something like P5 or PQ2 that doesn't necessarily have to fall into that category every single time you can do something different with it yeah yeah it's just a strange thing like i i think these games are kind of like a thing or a like they're you have to compromise to enjoy these games like if you want if you want p3 you have to compromise and basically allow them to make p5 as well in terms of like yeah. the dancing games and vice versa yeah, and I mean, I understood, um, you know, when they were announced, I'm like, okay, this makes sense. And I really didn't care that P5 was getting released as long as I got P3. Mm-hmm. And um, after listening to the soundtrack and talking to you and everything, I honest to God do not think I will pick up P5 yeah. dancing. Which I wouldn't blame you. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I would rather buy P3 on both systems than I would pay for P5. And we'll we'll certainly get into like the main reason why I think. Oh yeah. We <laughs> but uh, let's talk about the the calm feature, which okay. has the, the the story mode replacement essentially. Yep. And I guess these things are non-canon because there's no real set dates or anything, especially for the P3 side. I think the P5 side. This is this is going off of just hearsay, so. If I'm wrong, I apologize, but this is stuff I've heard through the grapevine and not through official translations or anything like that. But apparently the P5 side is supposedly set after P5 because the characters make references to things from P5 and also the main character asks why the Velvet Room Twins are, spoilers, separated again. Mm, That makes sense. Um, But also then, like, 
Do they explain why he's back? Because I, he never should have left in the first place. I'm, I'm not sure about that. But it would that it would make sense that that game is either post P5 or like very very late game P5 because it would have to be. Yeah, because otherwise Haru wouldn't be yeah, there. Yeah, you need all those characters, and she comes in very late in that game. So, uh, for P3, I went through the the trouble of trying trying to translate it. I mean, it was very very rough because it's machine translation. So, but the gist of the P3 side is that once again, there's no date given, which is strange. But you can kind of infer that either it's post Shinji's death or just for some reason whatsoever he just isn't around. So it's either post Shinji's death or pre Shinji joining, but Do they have everyone before he joins? I mean, Ken isn't really a thing yet. I mean he's there, but he's not part right. of their group. So um And, and the I, way I, the way they interact with each other is that like they're they're a tight knit group at this point. Okay, so I'd so say it seems like it's post Shinji's death, but like like I said, there's no discernible date or anything that says otherwise. But, so somewhere between October and basically January. Right. Uh, but like but like I said, the, the gist of it is is that uh, you wake up and you're in the velvet room with everyone, and they're all very confused. Like, well, we woke up and we're just here, so I, I don't know what's going on. And then I mean that's fair. Yeah. And then Elizabeth shows up and is like, hello, it's me, Elizabeth. And this makes a lot a lot of sense from the Persona 3 side because in the game, Elizabeth makes mention that she wants to turn the Velvet Room into like a club room. She does say that. And pretty much the gist of this game is that her sister is away. <laughs> so she has free reign to do whatever she wants so she has brought everyone in while they're asleep so they're not going to remember this when they wake up or anything so they're just gonna it'll, everything's gonna be fine just, this is just a big dream essentially and she's decided to put on a huge party and she needs everyone to to participate yes exactly that's the word I'm looking for participate by <laughs> dancing and she's going to be the producer of this this party Elizabeth P. L.E.P. <laughs> and also, like, you, uh, she tells him, like, oh, this guy knows me, so it's it's all cool. And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, basically, that's the gist of it. Is, is Elizabeth is bored, and her sister's away, so she's going to party, and she's that brought everyone to really dance. canon. Yeah, exactly. It, it makes it a lot of sense. so canon. <laughs> Supposedly, and the same thing is for the P5 side, but... I feel like it makes less sense because I don't see the twins being like, golly gee, we're real bored. What if we brought everyone to dance? Yeah, they're not as like carefree as Liz is. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. But my favorite thing about the translation that you showed me is that Akihiko is like, so it gives us an opportunity to train. I'm in. Let's do this. <laughs> and I'm like, that's Akihiko. Also, she just recreates everyone's dorm rooms. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a really intriguing thing thing that she's like yeah we're just gonna recreate your dorm rooms even though you're asleep yeah i'm like oh okay sure because eventually you know go ahead oh you're fine go ahead i was gonna say we're gonna recreate the fact that akihiko has no seats <laughs> that's true yeah though he has <laughs> two seats. two whole chairs two whole and chairs. a bed uh but basically yeah you 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 get it far along far enough along with like the calm with everyone because they all start with like five different like little skits you'll see 
And then after that, you'll go into each person's room and have to find a little card that's hidden by Elizabeth. And then once you do that, you've basically completed it. But also you can go, that's when you can kind of just like go and poke and prod and look around everyone's room and like look at different objects here and there, which I feel like that's the first time that I've seen something that obviously these games have PlayStation VR support that I look at and I'm like, you know, that would be probably pretty cool in VR to like look through everyone's rooms and be like immersed in that environment. That makes sense. But the way that you word it sounds really creepy. Yeah, I bet it does. <laughs> <laughs> We great to like VR look in everybody's rooms. <laughs> I mean, you really can't be gross about it, so that's a good thing. That is a good thing. I'm very glad about that. Because everyone leaves once, like you, you have to do that. Like, well, you have my room. Well, go, and you really forth. can't like go through anything, so it's right. not like you can be really, really creepy. Right. Exactly. I mean, the one thing we learned is that like no one has showers except for like the third years. Yeah, it's really interesting. I'm, I'm, like I said, I think there's probably like a communal one. Yeah, that's how my dorm was in Ireland. Also, everyone, or there's a few people who have calendars and they have the, the release date of original Persona Three circled, and we're like, is this a thing in the original game? <laughs> like, what's going on here? And then <laughs> we I, I googled it and minute. I was like, oh my god, that's why. That's so clever, though. Yeah, that made me really happy. I haven't got far enough along to do that on the P5 side, but I, it's probably the same thing. So You haven't probably, gotten in the rooms? Yeah. It's probably just like you going around finding something that the twins hid, and that's how you keep progressing. Makes sense. Yeah. I, um, I'll be honest. Whenever you do get to it, I want to see Yusuke's room. Yeah. Yeah, I'm real curious. <laughs> Like really, really curious. Because there's no defined thing of like where he goes after he get he leaves like the the cafe. He says he goes like he joins the dorms, but like you never see he, it. You never see it, yeah. and so I'm I'm curious to see like what is that? What does his living space <laughs> actually entail? Probably a mess. I mean, this is the same boy who spends all of his money on lobsters. So True. maybe his dorm room's just full of lobsters. Could be. It's possible. But uh, you go through all that, you get through everyone's rooms and find everything that Elizabeth hides. And then I think at the end of it, she's like, she just, that's the end of the party and you get to wake up. But you don't remember anything. Didn't you say Mitsuru has like a golden Mitsuru shower Mitsuru has head? a golden shower. Golden shower head. Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> Phrasing. Yes. She, yes, has, she, a she has a shower sh made of gold. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Which makes sense since like her room is the most like lavish and luxurious of everyone's. Sword. She has a sword just randomly just hanging there. It's ridiculous. I mean, so do I, but my sword is a little less fancy than her sword. It's true. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's it's cool to like go and poke and prod through everyone's rooms and just like see like the things like just to see the those environments that you'd had seen previously in other games, but in a way that's not just like a, a kind of tiny camera view of what they were. And in detail, like yeah, the, exactly. the Xbox game or the Xbox 360 games that Junpei has yeah. were amazing. <laughs> and the fact that Junpei has a 360 is really fascinating. Yeah. Um, And one thing that I made note of that we were talking about is that I, I was really happy that they made sure to like stick with the dates yeah, because so it's like, been a long time since Persona Three came out, so I was worried because uh, it takes place two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Mm -hmm. 
And I was worried that they wouldn't keep that. But then, like, Yukari has a 2007 poster in yeah, so her that's real cool. room. I was like, okay, good, good. They remembered <laughs> that this took place a long time ago. A long time ago, relatively. I mean, 10 years ago. <sighs> the game came out 12 years ago. Spoiled. Wow. What is my life? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Forgot. It's really cool. Yeah, it's real cool. Also, those characters are really well detailed. Like, they did a real good job on, like, making new 3D models for all the Persona 3 characters. I mean, everything you showed me looked fantastic. Yeah, I mean, those both those games look better than P4D did. And P4D yeah. looked fine because it was, you know, it's not like it was pushing the Vita limit, the Vita hardware to its limits because it was just character models considering the <laughs> story mode was just a visual novel. So, but yeah, like, they did a real good job on those P3 models and... You know, I was kind of, like, skeptical of people being like, oh, man, I really hope they remake P3 now that they made these these models. But, you know, seeing those models and how they, like, they just, how they animate and interact with each other, like, I'm kind of on that on that boat now. I'm like, man, oh, they, should, I mean, they should really remake P3. You know that I would, day one, mm -hmm. I would be all over that. And it's cute because you find out things like, um, you know, we were talking about Fuka strings. Yeah. Like that's not even really something you ever notice in the game because or, you you don't see her hands. Or Junpei's necklace. Yeah, I did not realize he had a necklace. Ridiculous. I had no idea. And so like these things are little details about the characters that like You've never noticed when just their, you know, their 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 little tiny PS two three D models and their their uh two D art cutouts or the only thing yeah. you have reference for. And like Akihiko's B is more pronounced now. And his weird like sleeve buttons. His sleeve buttons. And his tie is better now. The way that his tie is done. Yukari has functional hair. She does. <laughs> it's amazing. It, it, really, it really is. is. And we finally know how many uh, trophies Akihiko has. It's true. I, I, I really wonder like how much more work they would have to do. Obviously you know, like, they could probably pour this over into like the P5 engine. Yeah. But uh, I mean they got backgrounds like there's a lot, a lot of the backgrounds for this game are, are areas you go in game yep. like um they have one that they have like one that's for the 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 dorm lounge area mm -hmm. but it's like you, you dance on the coffee table so it's a little weird uh like the uh <laughs> you have the roof they have the roof i don't think there's anything in the school per se there may be something is the mall um yes the mall is in there the uh the the place with like the movie theater and the the florist shop next to like the the sketchy area. Oh okay, yeah. That That's place there. is in there. That's a station, I think. Yeah the the bridge is definitely in there. I think okay, there's a, so there's I mean, an, like there's an area where you fight like one of the shadows. That's in there. So a there's lot quite of the, a bit like, of stuff. Major parts are there. Yeah. Also, like the surprising thing is like one of Igus's dancing uh areas is the arena from the answer where you have to fight everyone. That makes sense. But I was genuinely shocked that they would include that because I didn't think they would do anything from the answer. Yeah, that's really shocking. Yeah. Especially because, like, technically the answer hasn't happened yet. Yeah, yet. yeah. <laughs> also, I, I didn't get a chance to mention this when we were talking about the models, but um, I have a new love of Mitsuru with glasses and a ponytail. Mm -hmm. Like, I've never really had an attraction to Mitsuru. Um, I actually kind of dislike her for the yeah. most part. 
But then, like, you sent me a picture of her with a ponytail and glasses. I'm like, that's a look. Wow. It's it's like the. You know how I told you when I watched the Sailor Moon musical and I saw the girl who was playing Tuxedo Mask, and I'm like, that's the kind of lady that makes you question your sexuality. <laughs> yeah. That's how Mitsuru with a ponytail and glasses was for me. It, it was it was a look. It's one of those things where it's like, why did they just go with that in the first place? It looked fantastic. It looked so good. I'm like, holy crap. Mitsuru, keep that. And then you put her in like crazy outfits. and Yeah, it, I mean, you, you live and like, die okay. by the rando. I, it's true. It's true. I appreciate the rando. Yeah, uh, speaking of that, like there's a good variety of costumes. As you'd think, like there's, you know, they're dancing one. It's just a variety of like school uniforms and outfits from the games of like casual wear for the variety of seasons, seasonal uniforms, all that sort of stuff. Um, their battle gear. So like these have, it's just the uniform with the C's logo and they're, evo- they're evokers. Mm-hmm. And then some like other just ver- like variety costumes, like uh, car- like a Christmas and a Halloween costume. Um, just some other random stuff as well. Like the only thing that gets real fan servicey on P3 side is that they include the battle panties, but I'm not shocked or surprised they did that because they did in P4 as well. And, you know, those mm-hmm. were things in game. So, like, of course, they're going to probably throw that in there. Yeah, I think the only shocking thing is that I think, like, Fuka has hers now. I don't think I which... got, or, like, when I was playing the the version I had that was a lot further along, I don't think I, had like, unlocked hers or anything like that. So I mm-hmm. I couldn't confirm or deny that, but um, I wouldn't be surprised. Does everyone have swimsuit or is it just certain characters? I think everyone has their swim costumes. Okay. Uh, so both Ken's guys and girls. genius. Yeah. Ken's is real good. Ken's is like the greatest thing in the entire universe. He's got arm floaties. He has arm floaties and a swim cap. It's adorable. Which is, it's a funny thing that they even add because obviously he wasn't there for the uh, the summer trips, but that's real good. Real good and real goofy. I, I, you sent me that. I was like, that's perfect. That is everything I wanted out of life. And then you show me his room and he has like the milk carton pirate ship. It's so cute. He's got like a hamster. Yeah. I had no idea he had a pet. I didn't know you could have pets in dorms. And yeah. he's got a pet. Well, let me Coral Mars there. Okay. Yeah, fair. <laughs> but he's not a pet. He is a party member. That's true. He is a friend. They're just um, good characterization in those. Yeah, it it gives me like a better appreciation for Ken that I like maybe didn't have because like you get to know more of like who he is because he's a kid. Mm-hmm. He's like you forget that a lot when you're playing Persona Three, but he is a kid who builds pirate ships out of milk cartons and drinks a lot of milk because he thinks it'll make him taller. And there are like subtle changes that they'll make when you go like you go back to them. Like some mm-hmm. things will like be moved around or like a new thing will be added. It's oh, not like neat. it's not like a lot of things, but like there'll just be very subtle changes that, to make it a but little it bit different. But it makes it look lived in. Yeah, exactly. Which is That's a little strange. Really this cute. is a dream. Yeah, but I mean, they're staying in those dorms, aren't they? Yeah. So I mean, it, it makes sense. Yeah. That's really neat. It makes me. I, I really want to check out like the P five sides just to see like all the this different stuff that they put in there. Because mm-hmm. for a lot of those characters, we wouldn't have necessarily seen their rooms except for like the protagonist and. Futaba. Yeah. That's what I was thinking is whose room have we actually seen besides those two? I think that's it. Uh, we've seen like Makoto's apartment, but we haven't seen her room. Right. That's interesting. I'd like to see like what's in their rooms. Yeah, like yeah. I said, Yusuke is like my real curiosity though. 
I feel like there's a lot of potential for hilarity there. Also, there's a lot of potential to just be sad because he's <laughs> poor. Uh, so yeah, like those games, they play very similarly. Obviously, um, a lot of the the goofiness is is kept in the dancing as well. Where like uh, some of the teammate team ups are are real fun. Where like on P3 side, where the protagonist and Junpei have a dance together, and they look like they've never danced in their lives ever before, <laughs> and it's real good. I mean, they might not have. Yeah. Uh, there's an interesting thing they've added as well where like they have like uh, they've they've shown us some previews so this isn't a surprise but they did gendered um, kind of music videos for like everyone yeah um, so like the p3 side has the boys kind of like being huge goofballs and eventually like just going into like like a light show where there's like <laughs> fighting stuff it's real weird but real fun uh, the girls have like interesting like led like clothing and like they oh have, like, yeah i remember that it's like tron yeah the the it's, it, the p3 sides are both like i guess it kind of like fits with the music that they for that game but like they're almost like pop videos like they're like pop groups that like, that's sense. the style that they did uh the p5 side goes in a little bit of a different direction like the the boys have like a band they play like instruments and then like it's intercut with like them like running away from like a heist on in a in the the Morgana van. So like that one's that one's real cool. And, and then, then there's, and the, then girl there's the girls one. ones. <sighs> Trash. It's not okay. It's not okay. That's the first thing. I I know people are going to come out and defend it cuz of course they are. But for f- sakes how is it okay for Atlas to have high school girls cage dancing and dancing in front of stripper poles? All in basically Moulin Rouge-esque style attire. I don't know like the, the proper term for that is, but... Burlesque. Yeah, okay, yeah. In that style of clothing when they're high school girls. Yeah, like ranging from like 15 to 17, I think. Yeah. Yeah, not okay. Um, in the least bit. It's like, we, I mean, we have talked about this at length, at nauseum, about mm-hmm. the ways the Persona 5 fails the character of Anne. Yes. Constantly. Constantly. Repeatedly. Horribly. And yet again, we are here, and they are doing the exact same thing. Like, did they, did they play their game? Did they, were they a part of the writing process when they came together for that game? Because clearly they didn't. Because, obviously, her character would not be into this. Yeah. The other girls most likely would not be into this. Yeah, I cannot see Haru, Makoto, or Futaba being into that at all. Like, can you imagine, especially, like, given the characterization that you do get, I, I, you know, I can't say so much about Haru because we don't get a lot of characterization on her, but, like, Makoto would be so against that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not at all who she is. It makes no sense. It, it and like literally Futaba doesn't. is like shy as And she's 15. And she's 15. For f***'s sake. Yeah, it's gross. It's really gross. And it, that's part of why I like that cemented my decision to not buy it. I literally got through that thing and I was f***ing I was like, what the f*** is this? Like I knew going in it was going to be bad because we'd seen previews of it. 
and we'd seen basically what it entailed but like once it got to like them cage dancing and then yeah. dancing in front of poles i was like what the f kind of message are they showing with this like what the f is going on it's ridiculous like persona 5 has this kind of like stigma i think attached to it where fans of it will not really necessarily look at criticism of it very very lightly or at least take criticism of it or think it think it's infallible to criticism and this show in particular has had the mantra of be critical of the media you love yes and i think that's extremely important and i think we should definitely look at this and look at atlas at what they're doing and not be okay with it like i know you can have the argument of like oh it's japan so it's different cultures it's different you know stigmas it's different whatever you want to call it these are high school girls that they're putting in highly hyper sexualized positions encounters all sorts of things that you want to describe it as and they have to be atlas has to be cognizant of the fact that hey persona is a worldwide brand now this mm -hmm. isn't some niche japanese thing you can't just keep throwing in gross sexualization of your characters like that and think, yeah, that's going to be okay. Yeah. It's no big deal. And I mean, even then, like, Japan can do better, too. Japan can do better. And we should ask them to do better. It's 2018. Yeah. Like, come the f*** on. Like, I know we were very critical of the... 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 F backpedaling and backsteps that Persona 5 takes in terms of just, like homosexuality and the sexualization of Anne which those are things we have talked about at length but just for f sake guys like come on it's not hard to do better it's not hard no, it's to take your characters who clearly have a problem with being sexualized in the canon of your games and think yeah. golly gee should we sexualize them more oh okay that's exactly what we're gonna do this seems like a good idea. It's infuriating. It is. It is absolutely infuriating. And it again, it cemented my decision to not buy that game. And I know that Atlas isn't gonna give two shits that I have chosen not to buy their game because of gross sexualization and I mean there's other issues too, but I don't feel comfortable giving money to that. Yeah. I don't I don't blame you in the slightest like if that if that was not included in this game, like if that if the the girls, you know, group dance sequence thing was was whatever, it was not that. It was just you know them doing like a kind of like the P three girls did, where it's like a poppy band type thing. It would be fine. Yeah, this game would be fine. But well, and go ahead. Oh, sorry, but basically because they do this, because they f grossly hypersexualize all of their female characters. Because, of course they are. Yeah. Like, I don't want to have anything to do with this game. No. And um, one thing I was going to mention is that, like, one difference in, like, the battle panties in this is that battle panties are optional. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have those on your character. And, like, this isn't a group dance. Like, that's a big part of it. That's a cool they thing will, to have are, in there. They have to be in those, in those costumes for that dance. Yeah. So, like, that's not okay. I don't know. It, it's we have we have been critical of Persona Five, but time and time again, 
the media surrounding Persona Five has failed in every in every way. Yeah, it's it's extremely problematic. And it, it it's gotten me to the point where like you know we were we were excited that you know Persona Six is not going to have Hashino on it because we thought you know if there is a root of the problem like maybe it's at the head of the director obviously you know these this this aura of like homophobia transphobia gross sexualization that came through in Persona Three through Five you know there is a link between those games and it's Hashino so. If he's off the game, if he's off Persona 6, you know, maybe something is going to change. Yeah. But these are two games where he was not involved. Correct. And looking at that, it seems like this is a problem more emblematic of Atlas in general, or at least the Persona team in general, that or, of what they currently are, and makes me back to being incredibly worried about Persona 6. Same. And feeling just incredibly gross that, like, I gave them almost $150 to play these games and they go out and do that Yeah, it, it's really, really irritating because, like, I don't know. I, I feel like I've given them so much of, like, my money and my time over the years. And, I mean, I guess maybe, like, I don't want to say that we're outgrowing Persona because that's really upsetting to say. Yeah. But... Unless something changes with the way that they approach their games, then I will be out. And it's it, it's going to sound incredibly hypocritical of me when I'm saying, you know, I want to, I would, I would get a, the the localized version of Persona Three Dancing Moon Knight. Yeah, I'm probably going to buy more DLC for these games. Like that sounds incredibly hypocritical, and I completely realize that. It's. Just... But why is it hypocritical? Because I'm still supporting them. That's true. Okay, fair. <laughs> it, I mean, look, one of these games I really like. The other one has something that I think is super egregious and completely just derails the entire experience. So, But it's also like a continuing thread of problematic issues that have existed in Persona 5 from the very beginning. Yeah. So it's it's not like it's like... It, yeah, it's not like this is oh, this revelation. This is like this one-time thing that happened, and like it's it's forgivable. It's like no, it continues to happen. It happened in the game. It happened multiple times in the game. It happened in the anime, and it's happening in the like merchandise. It's happening everywhere, and like it's it's exhausting to have to to keep going through this. Yeah, it is. Like, do better. It's not that hard to do better. It's really not. And I mean, like. I know that there was um, some controversy, and I've. I know that we've both talked at length about length about this. I cannot speak. <laughs> you know, there was controversy with uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions and like some of the editing they did, but even then, like the game didn't have issues like this had. Right. Like there wasn't anything. Like there was the the one like. Voyeur esque photography for, photographer um, dungeon. But there wasn't anything to the extent of what they're doing in Persona 5 and Persona 5's expanded media. So, yeah. like, obviously there are people in Atlas who can do better. You know, there again, it, there's still some issues, but, like... It's not a Persona team, I guess. It's not a Persona team. And it's like, what what is it about the Persona team that makes it so, like, toxic? That's a, that's a great question. And I'm wondering if it's not just the fact that, like, 
again, I don't want to blame it all on Hashino, but like they've been under him for so long that I wonder if it's and, like and why exactly has the turn the become, and why has the turn happened with Persona Five in, in general? Because yeah. I mean, obviously there was stuff in three, there was stuff in four. The side games necessarily didn't have that much, Mm-mm. or really any, not that I can think of offhand. But with five, it seems like everything kind of just came unglued, and it just this the one goes opened. to eleven. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. It felt like it got a lot worse in five and the expanded five media than it ever was in three and four. Like three and four had problematic scenes, right? Or problematic statements, whatever. But like five just kind of took everything that it could possibly make problematic and like, here you go, have fun. Trash. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not gonna buy P five dancing. Uh, yeah. So let's talk. You about- already bought it, so <laughs> yeah. I'm already in. Uh, let's talk about DLC. So, hey, if you think I'm just being hypocritical by talking about DLC that I'm gonna buy, you know, hey, fair play. I accept that criticism completely, 100. percent And if you want to turn this off now because I'm gonna talk about that, fair play to you. I get it. But uh, let's talk about DLC. Let's do it. One of the interesting things, at least about the DLC, is that it seems to be cross-game. Mm-hmm. That's what you said. So you get, so you only have to buy things once. Well, certain things I should say, like the costume sets are going to be game specific, but like the songs are, you get it, you, you buy it once, you get it for both. That's so crazy. Which is an interesting concept they have. Uh, currently, what's out is the uh, the pre order set of like various Atlas games of like a variety of like Shin Megami Tensei costumes. Uh, that's right out right now. The WeGo collaboration set, which is like a a different uh, shirt for a few characters, that's free. And then a costume for Morgana, which is also free. There's also some wigs and contacts you can get. Those are, I think, 500 yen a piece. And then the the songs they have out now is uh, full versions of both games' openings, which are both free. And then a remix of Voice, the Persona 1 credit song from the PSP remake which has Koromaru as an anime scene I think that's 300 yen and it has the the other characters in like PQ form correct but yeah all those all that's, the songs at least those are both on you can get on both games so it's weird like oh here's Koromaru and he's in Persona 5 B5 game. <laughs> uh, for the rest of the month we have coming the Virtual Fighter costume set the Yakuza costume set and the Sonic costume I think for Morgana <laughs> And then music-wise, there is more than one heart from the Persona 3 movie and the opening version of Dance from Persona 4 Dancing All Night. Uh, in June, for costumes, there is the cross-dressing set for both games, wing accessory set, race queen set, special head accessory set, Persona 4 Ultimax and Ultimax Ultra Suplex Hold costume set, Catherine set, he ho school uniform. Don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, Futaba school uniform and casual outfit. Uh, fighting game second player colors. So probably for those costumes. And then mm-hmm. uh, a... I don't know who this is going to be for, but a Persona 1 version of Trish for some character. She's, huh. the, she's the fairy who, who heals you. And is, uh, is the Catherine set only P5? I don't know. This does this doesn't have them like separated into the game to games. Oh, okay. So I think it could be, but I'm not sure. 
Uh, and then Featherman costume set. Nice. And then songs will be a new remix of A Way of Life, which that has Theodore, who was the first character DLC. Well, maybe, I don't know first, but at least on this list he's first. Uh, the opening version of Wake Up, Get Up, Get Out There from P5. Uh, Jika Net Tanaka remix featuring President Tanaka. <laughs> which I think that's just an animation, but still very good. Uh, sure. Fate, in, Fate is in our hands from Persona 3, the movie. Yes. Beneath the Mask, who and that is danced by Lavenza. The, oh, okay. The Spoilers. combined, yeah, Velvet Twins. Uh, Mass Destruction from Persona Music Fez 2013. Let's Go Phoenix Ranger Featherman, a original TV opening for the Featherman series that has never actually been a real thing. Nope. A remix of Breakout of from the fighting games danced by Show. The P5 anime opening and ending. Uh, Dream of Butterfly and Snow Queen from Persona 1 and 2. I wonder if P5 has the terrible walking animation for it. I mean, if, if it's the ending version, yeah, it's going to be. Ugh. And then the Battle for Everyone's Souls danced by Shinji. <laughs> he wasn't even there. I know. It's weird. When is uh, t- the worst character getting his? Uh, in July, which we will talk about now. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, July has, incur- currently for costumes, not a lot, but I'm assuming there'll probably be a little bit more. Uh, Mouse accessory set. Trish, Innocent Sin and Eternal Punishment version. Protagonist Attic Life set. Chibi C's set and Chibi Investigation Team set, which I think those are the um, the PQ things that they have on their heads. Yeah. Uh, and then in terms of songs, we have Unbreakable Tie opening, opening version and Memories of You. I don't know. Oh. What is Unbreakable Tie? I think that's probably P1 or P2. I don't know. Memories of You is going to hurt. Unbreakable Tie is the opening to Persona 2 Innocent Sin. Okay. I think, uh, yeah, I think the other ones is um, the Dream of Butterfly is Persona 1. And then okay. the other opening is probably P2 EP, Return of Punishment. And then mm-hmm. you have Memories of You. <sighs> Uh, following that, we have Burn My Dread opening version, P3 Fez opening version, and then Soul Phrase opening version, which is interesting because I think all three of those songs are in there as full, but these will just be the the animations, essentially. Whoops, sorry. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Uh, the Battle for Everyone's Souls from Persona Super Live, P Sound Bomb 2017, mm-hmm. so live version. Uh, Shadow World and Pursuing My True Self from P4 and P4G. Nice. The Whims of Fate from Persona Super Live, P Sound Bomb 2017. Uh, today from the Fighting Games, danced by Labrys, and then Willpower, danced by Akechi. Labrys! And this also says that the only thing that's not accountable, accounted for in terms of costumes is the uh, P5 cheerleaders' outfits. So that might be like a July thing, because that seems to have less costume releases than June, at least. But yeah, like they also said, you know, they are going to go through August is the the key thing so like there's probably more stuff to come it seems likely um that's a lot of music they're going to put out there like much more than they did for p4 before yeah totally um i'm just gonna say i'm real stoked that labrys is coming back yeah i like her she's a good egg oh i hope she continues to have that crazy boston accent when they localize (laughs) hopefully oh man that was I don't know why they thought the Boston was the best one to like 
go for in terms of like, hmm, she has this Japanese accent. That translates to about Boston, right? Exactly. But it was so wonderful. Like she opened her mouth and I'm like, excuse me, what? <laughs> I love her. I love Labras so much. But yeah, that's all the that's all the DLC. So that about wraps it up for P3 and P5 dancing games. Um, Hopefully, fingers crossed. But uh, the interesting thing that uh, that came with uh, those two games was if you bought both of the games concurrently in the in the set, you you get P4D. A PS4 version of P4Ds. So that's you have to buy the PS4 versions for of both of those games to get this. Obviously, they're not going to do it for the Vita version because that game's already out on the Vita. Right. Uh, so yeah, you get the you get P4D for free. A PS4 version of it. Can I say something before we move to P4D? Sure. I am still feeling personally victimized that Bebe is not in this. It's, it's true. Bebe should have definitely been in this. He should have been in this. He would have been wonderful. Anyway, that's my piece. Baby, baby DLC, please. Baby DLC. I don't even care what song you give him. It doesn't even matter because we just need baby. 100% true. Yep. He'll show up in the dreams. It's fine. Uh, so yeah, P4D. P4D! I played this one. Yeah, it's still the same game as the Vita version. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much work they put into it in terms of like other than porting it. Like if they up-res the models a little bit or anything like that like it still looks good so i don't know if it, like there really was any work done to any of the models or anything like that but like i think the the live video or from the dlc that they did of uh reach out to the truth looks a little bit like less blurry but then some of the anime openings still look blurry so i don't know if like they did anything to the videos or anything like that so I'm not too sure like what exactly was done to all that so but it's 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 Sorry. the same game that you played on the Vita so same game you know and love yeah. uh the interesting thing is that if you bought the DLC for the Vita version and it's the same account that you're using to play this you can get the DLC that you already had but they are charging you 10 yen which is lame but I think that might be just a weird thing in terms of like just the Japanese store interface. Cause I know like if you want to like download like a mature rated demo, mm -hmm. they charge you for that. Like it's just like a hundred yen. And I mean like 10 yen isn't bad. It's what like yeah. a dime. Yeah, pretty much. Like I think all my DLC ended up being like two bucks. So that's not terrible. Just like, like I, the only other game that I've ever seen do this is rock band. Mm -hmm. And they gave you everything for free because it's like, hey, you have a license, you've already paid for this, you go for it. Yeah, but again, like you said, it might be different with yeah, Japan. Going and going cross platform like that. I, like I said, like Rock Band is the only thing, only game I've ever seen go cross platform in terms of like generations of games or stuff like that. In mm -hmm. terms of doing this, so it just may be a thing of either Japan or just like a thing of like, hey, it's real hard to give you your licenses from the Vita to the PS4 and we just couldn't do it. So, Hey, we know you did, you paid for this. So you, you just got to pay 10 yen and you'll get it. And I mean, the positive thing in my opinion is that they even acknowledge like, okay, you've already bought this one. Right. So we're not going to pay make you pay for it all again, like full price. So that that's, that's good guy situation. That was the thing that like, I think I saw like before 
it came out was like hey you buy p4d or you get p4d in this bundle like though you get your dlc and everything with it so like that was like kind of the main reason why i wanted to get it specifically is like oh like i'll have a consoleized version of p4d have all the dlc for it like that would be very very convenient yeah and you know it it works all that comes in it's all the stuff you already had so it's real real easy i mean you still have to pay but like hey it is what it is but yeah p4d is still the same game it has the story mode all the characters god that story mode's so good all them songs yeah that, that story mode's real good like even going through it in a different language again just like remembering just the moments from it, it's like it's a really good story like which is surprising yeah exactly because i know a lot of people going into p4d were just thinking that oh and you know it's a dancing game so it's just going to be a fan service thing and if there's a story it's not going to be that not that dark or anything or that important and then it starts with a suicide and then it starts with a with a young girl walking in on someone hanging themselves yeah (laughs) which is like the most like statement you can make of like oh yeah this is one of those games yeah, it's it's intense, and I mean, especially because, um, you know, uh, P4 has the reputation sometimes of being like the lighthearted one, but like mm-hmm. P4 still has a lot of dark moments. Like, two people are pretty brutally murdered, and then like this one starts with a suicide. So it's like, yeah, P4 has some lighthearted moments, but at the same time, like some real dark stuff happens in those games too. So like, you know, give it credit where it's due. And the idea that this is like a a, criti- a critique on the the, idol, the idol industry, yeah, like that's super surprising. Oh, I love it. I think it's wonderful. And I mean, like, of course I do, but I think it's fantastic that they used a dancing game to like make a statement about like the idol industry. Right. Wow. And I mean, it makes sense because like Rize is an idol, and so they can tie it in pretty easily. But especially like this is her, considering this is the end of the P four story, like v- mm-hmm. very late in it. Like this is her making her comeback and all that, so it makes sense. And we get a new character. We get Economy. Economy. Who you, who has been mentioned like in she's she gets mentioned briefly in like P four of like. Oh, she's the uh, the other idol that was big around the time of Rise. Now she's getting bigger because Rise's gone. Yep. Uh, there's like a mention that uh, she had a bust uplift at one point. Um, it was like what Kahneman Kitchen is the name of the the group. The group yeah. Yeah. So, um, but she gets she gets like throwaway comments and the other P4 media, and then she comes to us in her full glory. And dancing mm-hmm. all night. And she's wonderful. I really like her. I mean, yeah. um, I could do without her, like, one costume. but And the shower scene that I didn't remember. Yeah, that's, it's unfortunate. But otherwise, like, she's pretty fantastic. Even though she wears Crocs, too. <laughs> she does. That's tragic. Good old Uncle Dejima gets another kid. He has to look after her. I know, like, he keeps just obtaining children, and he's not even good with the one he has. He's like, oh, God. This kid has a new friend. I guess I gotta look after him now. And he starts yelling at Adachi, and he's like, oh, sh- I gotta take care of this on my own, don't I? <laughs> but yeah, it's just real interesting that, you know, it's a... They're able to still use, like, their personas and stuff to through the power of dance and things like that, and... It's real goofy, and 
but like also like like we said like there's serious moments in there where like you know all the condom and kitchen girls get captured and taken into the shadow realm where all the dancing takes place and it's like they have to like face their insecurities and everything mm-hmm. i mean it's very in line with like the the themes and ideas of persona 4 so it but definitely just with is. dancing um, I the one tragic thing in my opinion about Persona Four Dancing All Night is that they made them like the story says, Oh, we had to change all our hair back to how it was and so like Kanji's back yeah. to bleach blonde and Chie has short hair again. I'm like, oh that's sad. It really but, is. Um it you know, it, it is what it is, I suppose. But couldn't really market kanji with black hair probably. And glasses. Yeah. I mean, that's my favorite kanji because that's kanji. You know what? That's a lie. Any kanji is my favorite <laughs> kanji because kanji is one of my favorite characters in P4. I mean, it, it's at least cool that they they bring those characters, at least those characterizations of them back in like the the epilogue where it's the preview of before all the events of Dancing All Night, where it's just Rise coming up with the idea and everything, and and there is also the the golden uh, costume DLC where it has all those post game costumes in it, so. Yep. You can't yeah, make that it, all it was happen. really good. But yeah, like you said, like it, it is a bummer that there's like, oh, we, you gotta go back to how you used to look. So that's the only that's the way we're retconning that. <laughs> but it uh, it was a really good game, and uh, you know this. People who are listening may or may not know this. Um, for a good while, it was like my stress relief game. Like whenever I was really really stressed out, I would just go and play like around in in this game usually backside of the tv lotus juice remix because that was like my fave it's a jam is legitimately like a solid jam that one and um the crap i'm now i know a remix Mm -hmm. those are like my two favorite remixes in that game like those those remixes they did for this game are so good oh they're so good I even bought the soundtrack on vinyl. You did. <laughs> I imported it, guys. I imported the Dancing All Night soundtrack on vinyl. It's very good. It's phenomenal. I really, really like Dan. Like, I make Dan as in Dancing All Night, not Dan as in like a person, because I don't know who Dan is. I'm sure he's a fantastic fella, whoever he is. But. It was a fun, fun game. And so, like, I'm looking forward to having some more of that in P3 dancing. But I am very, very sad that I feel like I'm getting kind of like a watered-down version because that story mode's gone. I mean, you're going to get the same gameplay. So, like, if you like that that aspect of those games, you're certainly still going to have that. Like, that's that's not going away. Oh, yeah, totally. And, I mean, I'm happy to have that. Like I said, I'm day one buying it. Right. but. It is, it, it's a bummer that we're not getting some form of a story mode, but, you know, one of the best things is seeing, like, how these characters interact with each other, and that's, that's in there, so that makes me happy. Yeah, one of the first things I mentioned to you is, like, it's so nice to see just the P3 cast seem happy. Happy. They deserve it. Considering all it's... the things they've went through, like, for one, like, just to see them happy is such a nice, nice thing to see. Yeah. And, and just even just reconvene with those characters. It's it's a nice it's a nice thing as well. I mean it, it's it's kind of been a while for us to have like those characters and I swear to god if they make Akihiko into some protein junkie fiend, I'm going to fight somebody. 
I will find Atlas. I will find whoever's responsible for that, and I will kick their because Akihiko deserves better. I sent you the picture of like the the protein he has in his room, and you were so mad. But to defend that, like that is actually realistic. I think for him to have like protein, yeah, like in his room, as in like supplements and that. Yeah, kind of exactly. Thing, yes. Yeah, that part is, but like. Him if to be like, oh, go- I love protein, 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 protein. I love the, I love the protein. Yeah, if if they take him in the queue route, then we, we we're gonna have some fisticuffs. Which hopefully they don't. Like I don't. I mean, obviously I don't know. Like I haven't gone and like translated all his skits or anything like that, or everyone else's, so I can't say for sure. But hopefully that's not the case. I'm I'm hoping not. Just but- like oh, I like I like the train. I like to dance. Hello. <laughs> Which I mean, like the the first one that you translated. I mean, that that feels very in character for him to be like, so we get to train, right? All right, that's cool. I'm in. It's no nonsense. I mean, that, that just seems like the most Akihiko to be like, okay, sure. I mean, makes me stronger. All right, I'm in. Yeah, this exactly. Cool. Whatever. I mean, like he was going to put on Junpei's hat and try and sneak in a Tartarus. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it seems pretty fitting for him, really. I'm also just real, real excited to spend more time with these characters because legitimately yeah. some of my favorite characters of gaming and like forever. So And it's been a long okay. time since we've like spent time with them in like in that state. Yeah. And like outside I mean, of PQ, like it's been since, you know, the original like I guess since Portable came out. Mm-hmm. And even then, like I don't really count Q because they all were kind of reduced to like tropes. Tropes. Yeah. Um and then like the fighting games are a little different. Not everybody's there. And they're all, and if they are there, they're, they're older versions of those characters. So it's not the, not the exact it's same. Not, yeah. So it, it's, and again, some of them are like watered down poopy versions of them. So, um, I'm real, real excited about that one. But, uh, again, P5 dancing, you are dead to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I said, at the, the offset of this, like, these aren't better games than P4D, which is which is disappointing, to say the least. Like, you know, if you were if you were to like rate these games, like they are not going to be on the same level as P4D. I yeah. think because of lack of characters, lack of story mode, and you know, outside of like graphical improvements, there's not a lot of like new stuff to this game to those games. Mm-hmm. Which is which is a disappointment in and of itself. Like, and you know. Like we said at the early, early, early parts of this podcast, I can say early enough times, you know, <laughs> it's a lot of compromise between if you want one game, you have to have the other. But if in order to make these games, I think real good, like you could have probably had P3 by itself, get a, get a story mode in there, delay or push P5D back a little bit past PQ to get at least more music in there to give it a little bit more variety and better opportunity to have better remixes or attempt something else and i think i think those could have been better games and if that was the case but with what we have now it's just it's compromise yeah it makes sense yeah um i mean i'm i'm happy that i'm i'm getting it but again it, it it's a little disappointing in some instances mhm <sighs> And then in other instances, it's just 
throw it directly into the garbage can. Gross. Gross. Well, that's your uh, import coverage of the Persona <laughs> dancing games. Which, of course, like, as, you know, as we're recording this, and it's fairly obvious, it's like they have not announced those games coming out for localization yet, if they are. Which it would make sense since they did P4D and every other Persona spinoff that has come out so far. Uh, maybe they'll talk, Alice USA will talk about that at E3. Maybe, who knows. Uh, that's, you know, still a couple weeks or like a week away after after we record this or mm-hmm. when this goes up, basically. But, you know, maybe there will be news about that then or just sometime later this year of when these come out. Because if memory serves me correct, P4D came out at the end of June and was out in the States by the end of September. That sounds right. So there would be a turnaround there. It was a little bit of a turnaround, but I guess like it, it, it would make sense that these aren't as necessarily as hard to localize because they're not super text heavy, like you know P4D was with with its expanse story mode. Mm-hmm. Like the only thing is like you you have two different games you're gonna have to localize. I think that's gonna be the the, the challenge. And bringing in all those voice actors in to to do lines and everything, so that I think it's not going to be necessarily a a quick turnaround like P4D was. Like maybe we'll see this at like Nova in November. Maybe I think that would be the earliest, but maybe I think that sounds about right. But I wouldn't be surprised if these get pushed back to like 2019 if if they're going to get localized just with like the just with them being two different ga- two games. I think that's yeah. the, the crux of it. So yeah. So yeah, if you are an English English fan waiting for these games, you're probably still gonna have to wait a bit. But um, you know, it's it's what you'd expect if you played P4D. So there's that. But just a just just a tad bit disappointing. And um, just because everybody expects this from me, you need to know that Akihiko is still beautiful. <laughs> he's 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 all fancy now. He's in three dimensions. I know, and like. Things about him move. <laughs> Jesus. And I do. Like, he has little, like, his tie moves and stuff now. Yeah. What'd you think I meant? I don't know. I don't know where you were going with that. You were just talking about things moving. I mean, literally, his entire body moves because he's dancing, but, it's true. like, he's beautiful. Make a P3 remake. That's basically the gist of this entire podcast is like Persona 3 was a very good game Persona 3 was a very good game please remake it with these assets be real cool that's all I'm asking make <laughs> up for the P5 nonsense and just remake P3 yeah. um, but don't put any of that nonsense into P3 just keep it as it was yes maybe take some of the like crappy stuff out but... yes do it otherwise word for word we got it we already had the script do we the already thing. had the story let's do it do the thing wouldn't even really have to revoice things. You just put them in there. Perfect. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bang. Awesome. Print money. <laughs> I'd buy it. Well, obviously. That, no one's going to be surprised by that. Nobody. Well, that's going to that's gonna wrap this episode up then. Put it on. Put a bow on it. It's over. This is our last dance our last of dance. the night. Uh, if you would like more from us, go to seasonlamycheckup.com or sac.cool, where you can find past episodes of this podcast where we talked about other Persona stuff, which you can check out. 
Uh, you can also find other podcasts like uh, Jared and Out Watch, which, hey, that's the last episode of Sailor Moon went up this week. Wow. The new season of our show will start next week. Yeah, new season starts this Wednesday. Oh, snap. New season, Make sure new you're sub to the, the new feed. Exactly, yeah. New, new podcast feed. If you haven't subbed to that, go ahead and get all that hunkered down. You'll be good to go for the new season. Uh... And you can find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you want more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. They're real good. Uh, my Crunchyroll piece will be up by the time this goes up. Find that on Twitter or on Crunchyroll. Uh, y'all, speaking of Twitter, hey, you can follow us there. <laughs> Twitter.com slash Anime Checkup. That's where we do Twitter. You can read all the great articles because he always puts them on the Twitter. It's true. Uh, and you can also support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOBA if you would like to give us a buck and support this very podcast. Uh, next week, I think it's time to have an Atome update. <gasps> yeah. I didn't realize you were going to let me talk about it. I'm so excited. What do you think? Of it? It would, I feel like we had a lot to talk about this this week, so... You know, it was kind of unfortunate, but it would probably would have been bummed. But yeah, we got we got next week open. Why not talk about it? I'm so excited. Let's talk about some Matome next week. Uh, also, oh, but, you know, oh. uh, with what with what next week is, it's gonna be yes. time for some E3 predictions. Yeah. Because E3 literally starts next week when we post our next episode. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So uh, we'll talk so... about uh, whatever probably leaks or stuff that's come out in the time that when we recorded and just some ideas of what we think might show up at the show mm-hmm. so there you go look forward to all that next week and uh atlas do better do better <laughs>